Hey y'all, this is Charlie, and guess what? I am overjoyed that you are here with me today, and I'll tell you why, because coming up is a communion special. Yes, praise the Lord. He is so good. He dropped this little wisdom into my heart to take the portion of one of our home church series where we receive communion and put it into a little podcast for you. And I'll tell you why that excites me is, well, there's a lot of reasons that excites me, but he also recently reminded me that when I first received the revelation, you know, that little tidbit that just exploded off in my world about how incredible and how powerful and what a gift the communion is meant to be to us. The Lord gave gave that to me through the teachings of Pastor Joseph Prince. And for the first few years, you know, it's like it was so much. It's so incredible. But I got this little book on the communion he had written, just used the prayers that he had in that little book, a prayer over the bread and a prayer over the juice. And then I would receive communion. And, um, you know, I found it really encouraging and I found it helpful and I learned a lot um, because this was all still so new to me. And, you know, even just as we receive the communion, the Bible shows us that the Lord manifests himself in a special way. You know, this is the one and only thing he asked us to do to remember him by. And so we know that there's, there's something special there, something very dear. And Jesus himself shows up. And even just in my time receiving communion, is when I most often have visions, is when he has revealed himself to me in, in newer and deeper and more intimate ways. And, um, and oftentimes he'll give me answers to things I've asked him about, totally unrelated to communion. But in that moment, as I said, since he does manifest himself in a different way, I think it makes it easier for me to receive. And, um, so the Lord reminded me of that, how I, I really found a lot of encouragement and being able to go back to those prayers. And I thought, you know what? I want to offer you the same thing. And I just hope that this will be encouraging to you um, as, as you're also learning and growing in the revelation of communion and um, sometimes just getting to, to hear and to receive with other believers. It doesn't matter that we're not in, this, in the same time or place together because it's the Spirit of Jesus Christ himself, who, who is in each and every one of us, right? And time and space and, and place doesn't matter to him. So I just really hope that this will be encouraging to you and something you can come back to again and again um, as you desire to receive communion. And so go ahead and get your elements ready, you know, get your bread or your cracker and your, and your juice or your water, however you choose to receive and get ready. This is going to be a blessing from the Lord. He's got something special for you in this. All right. So we will, um, we'll get started. Y'all have already met Becky. We're glad Becky's here. We're so glad Emily's here with us. We're glad Sylvia's here. I'm glad Jeremy's here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. <laughs> and I'm super glad Jesus is here. You know, yesterday, I just, I can never... I don't ever want to get over it, knowing that the king of all kings, the creator of the entire universe, the one that formed each and every one of us, makes an appointment to be with us every single week. And every week we show up here, yes, every day, but in a, in a special way when we come together that, that he says, I'll be there. 
you know, we've all felt it. We know that his anointing is here, that his presence is here with us. And that still just, he's like, I'm going to give you a day every week that you can come and hang out with me. It's up to you. I'm going to be there though, available to you. I have made myself available to you. That still just blows my mind. But it's because God is so Good. Good. <laughs> yes. And Jesus is. Alive. And God is. Good. And Jesus is. Alive. And one more time. God is. Good. And Jesus is. Alive. Jesus is alive. He is alive and he's here with us now. And we thank him for it. We thank him that he's here to minister to us, to love on us, to serve us. He's not here to take from us. He's here to give to us. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, Jesus, we do. We just thank you that you are here with us today. We thank you that you are with us every day and everywhere that we go. We thank you that you so humbled yourself to leave all the glory and splendor of heaven to come to this earth so that we could be with you, so that your presence could be everywhere we go, Lord. And you paid for that at the cross. You paid for that at the cross by your blood. You have so cleansed us that your very spirit lives in us. What a gift. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for that gift. Thank you that you're here with us today. So we expect to see wonderful, miraculous things because that's who you are. It's in your name. You are wonderful, miracle worker. You are merciful, you are gracious, you are compassionate, and you are strong and mighty to save. And we thank you that we get to gather together in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Wow, we're going to celebrate how good God is by receiving communion. Celebrate what he has done for us, his love for us that he didn't hold back for us. And um, our scripture for today's communion, Mark 14, verse 22, says, And as they were eating, and as they were eating, as they were eating, how often do we eat? Right. Right. Constantly, as they were eating, something we do all the time. Not as they were sitting at the temple. Not once a year. Not twice a year. As they were eating. And the Lord actually brought this to me, Emily, after thinking some more over that conversation that we had. And it's just, it's amazing. God's word just gives and gives and gives and gives because uh, Becky and I were just talking about how I have been spending time with the Lord over communion for 12 years. And he showed us in 1 Corinthians 11, Paul said, do this as that the Lord told him, do this as often as you remember me. So he left it up to us how often we want to receive. And so I receive often, but I always felt like in my spirit, there was a special reason to start receiving in the evening because I usually make sure to in the morning to start my day off. Right. And I, and I have felt uh, recently that he was telling me, I want you to receive in the evening too. And, um, you know, our spirits, where are our spirits seated? 
our spirits are seated in the heavenlies. Our spirit self is in Christ in the heavenlies. So our spirit knows things long before our mind ever knows them. Right? So my spirit that's sitting in Christ in the heavenlies is saying, hey, I want you to start receiving in the evening. And then the Lord brought my head to the knowledge. When did I give this? When did I give the Lord's Supper? As they were eating in the evening. You know why? You know when God used to come and commune with man before man fought, fell? It was in the evening. Before man fell, God would come in the cool of the day, in the evening, and walk about and talk about with Adam and Eve. And our God is so good. The Bible says that he restores the things that he never took away. Adam broke our communion with God. But God brought it back. And how do we have the right? How do we have the standing? How do we have the precious gift to get to commune with God over what his son has done? Because his son gave up his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Because of the work he did at the cross, we now get to be back in communion with the Lord. But I think he's showing us just like he used to show up daily with them in the evening. He's saying, hey, come commune with me in the evening as they were eating. And, you know, Jesus had just spent the entire week in the temple. He could have brought some bread and wine to the temple and given us the Lord's Supper there. But I believe he didn't because then he knew that we would think the only place we could receive it is in the temple. And he wanted us to make sure that we understood, wait a minute, he gave this to us in a house eating dinner with the disciples. And you know the next time he gave communion was in a house with a husband and wife eating dinner. I'm like, wait a minute, God just showed us twice, right? That's like rocked my world. Like this is like a whole new thing. But when he went home with Mr. and Mrs. Cleopas at the table, he took bread and broke it because our God wants to be so intimate with us. He wants to commune with us. And I believe, he, you know, in the evening, when God created the world, he created the evening and then the, the morning. It always says evening and then the morning was first day. Evening and then the morning was the second day. Evening and then the morning was the third day. In Israel, they still practice that. Their Sabbath starts on Friday evening, mm -hmm. not Saturday morning. Because in God's eyes, it may be dark now, but it always gets brighter. But then we switched it where we start in the morning because man is always oh, good now, but just wait. <laughs> It's going to get worse. <laughs> Something's going to happen. It's going to get dark, right? But he's bringing it back. And I think he knows that by the end of our day, by the end of all the little things we've gone through in the day, we need a reminder that we are still forgiven. We are still righteous. We are still his children. He is still our God. He is still our father. And he is our health. When do we feel the most tired? At the end of the day, he's saying, take my pick me up. Amen. And we got through what? One, two, three, four, five words. And as they were eating. <laughs> and as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them and said, take, eat. This is my body. And look at the way Jesus did it. He took it. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it. There was no questioning. There was no, am I worthy enough for this? There's no, none of that. It's, it's not a question. It's a declaration. The work is done. 
He blessed his own body for us and broke it. Now we just take it with gratitude. Amen. Then he took the cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. Say many. many. Shed for many. Not a few. Not that special elect little group over there. For many. What's that? Muchos. <laughs> muchos. Yes. Si, si, muchos. Assuredly, I say to you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. And then listen. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This was a great time of celebration. Yes. They sung a hymn. They sung a psalm. And actually the psalm they sung was one of great declaration about how great God is. Yes. Amen. This is how the Lord did it. I say this is how we do it. Amen. Jesus, we do. We thank you that you broke your body for us. Not only did you break your body for us, you gave thanks for breaking your own body for us because that's how much you desire our wholeness, our health, and for life to just flow in through and out of every pore of our being. We thank you that at the cross, you became a curse so that we are blessed. We thank you that by your stripes, we have been completely healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, we thank you for your blood that you gave up for the remission of sins for many. We thank you that we are part of that. Our sins have been completely forgiven of our entire life, our past, our present, and our future. We thank you that through your blood, you have given us the gift of righteousness, Lord. We thank you that through your blood, we have become children of a most loving God. We thank you, Lord, that through your blood, we have the gospel of grace, the covenant of grace that declares you are merciful to our sins and our lawless deeds. You remember no more. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Isn't our daddy God so very good to us? Oh, and my friend, I'm just so grateful that you were that you were here today listening and that you just joined us in receiving communion. And do you know what that means? Do you know that in 1 Corinthians 11:26 it says, "For as often, for as often," which means we can do this often. "For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes." Listen to that. You know what you just did? You just proclaimed the Lord's death. And what is the Lord's death to us? The Lord's death is our victory. The Lord's death is our salvation. The Lord's death is our gift of righteousness. The Lord's death is what opens us up to be able to receive all the blessings and goodness of God. Hallelujah. No wonder the Lord wants us to do this as often so that we are often and constantly proclaiming his victory over our lives. And I want to encourage you that, you know, if there is any area that you are struggling or, you know what, honestly, whether it's 
whether it's just that it's not living all the way up to God's idea, Jesus's idea of the abundant life, receive communion over that area. Declare the victory of Jesus Christ through receiving a communion. Amen. And just be expecting to see his victory and to see his goodness showing up in your life in this next coming week. Just be expecting to see his victory and his goodness showing up in your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that goodness. All right, my friend, be blessed. Jesus loves you. God loves you dearly. You are his beloved child. And until next time, keep on living, loving, and laughing in grace.